Welcome to Greener Grass, a podcast. We are your hosts, Carrie Wee and Kelly McVeigh. Today, we're so excited to have Tracy Vallejos on the pod. She's the co-founder of a global cosmetic and wellness company, Avera. She's a speaker, author, and mom of two adult children, and she's passionate about empowering women and men to tap into their superpower and to have the business, body, and life they deserve. We've also got a great free gift for our listeners today. If you go to the show notes and click on the link, the first three listeners to put in their email address will receive a free hard copy book. Without further ado, here's Kelly's interview with Tracy. So hello, Greener Grass listeners, and I am so excited to bring with you Tracy Vallejos, also known as Lady V, and she is someone that I feel has mentored me over the years, but also been such an amazing friend. You're all going to know why I wanted to bring her to you um, today, because she is just such a wealth, such an inspiration such a motivator, but she also models it and she walks the walk in heels always. And um, I love that she always shows up as her true self. She doesn't apologize for it ever. And so I am so excited to bring Tracy um, to you to talk today. And we were just chatting here for a few minutes before I hit record. And I said, Tracy, I have to stop. I have to hit record because we are losing good information here right now. So Tracy, welcome to Greener Grass. Oh, my goodness, Kelly, it is such an honor to be here with you. And can I just say how proud I am with you? I, I just it's amazing that you're bringing forth this podcast to not only women, but to men as well. Right. And I love what you and your business partner have done and the topics. It is just it's so important. It's so impactful. And I couldn't just be more honored to be here with you, my dear. Well, good. You know, I always said that we would continue our journey, journey crossing paths, and we have done that. And I feel like you and I are so aligned just in life. And, you know, I really think um, we kind of come from similar backgrounds, small town, um, even our family situations and scenarios. And I think that that's why we've always had such a deep connection. Um, But I wanted you just First of all, tell us a little bit about yourself, Um, you know, small town girl for sure, but now partnering and launching a company, um, which is something we were talking about just a minute ago, but share a little bit about yourself with the listeners. Oh, oh my goodness. And well, as Kelly said, uh, very roll, I'll just be honest, roll Ohio. And uh, I was the oldest of four and had parents who, you know, I absolutely loved them, but we never talked about, right, a career path or what is it that you were going to do when you grow up, right? That was always a question that your, you know, your teachers would ask you and, you know, what really, what is that passion inside and, and that purpose, and uh, so nobody ever, you know, modeled that for me or, or so forth. And we'll get more into that in just a moment. But, you know, I, I will say that by the time I, I do remember about the age of 16, a, a teacher asked me, so what do you want to do when you grow up? And I will never forget this. I literally said, I want to empower women. Now, Kelly, I had no idea what that meant. Was I going to be a coach? Was I going to be a psychiatrist? What did that really mean? I had no idea but it was something that was just deep in my soul. And so when I was 18, I remember putting together this, this five-year plan, 
right? And I was going to get my cosmetology license. And then I really wanted to get into the beauty industry. And, and I wanted to, you know, really get into that space of representing product and doing education and all these things. Anyway, all the stuff, as I would say. And then at 19, I had my daughter. And, you know, that was not on the five-year plan and path. Right. But what I want to just pause to say is, it was the biggest blessing. Yes. At that point, it made me realize there's no such thing as this perfect dotted line. There are going to be potholes in the road. There are going to be detours. There are going to be things that you can go, you know, have to go around. But no matter what that is that you want in your life, it made me realize that I can accomplish it, that I didn't have to change just my, my thought, my path and my journey. But now my daughter, I'm going to be honest with you. and I'm going to tell myself here a little bit, Kelly, my daughter is 30 years old now. So I have two children. They're both April babies. And they just say they're 25 and 30. And uh, it's been the biggest blessing of my life. So there's a little bit of, little bit of background about me. You said you had a five-year plan as eight, at 18. I feel like you have lived your life now, listen, being very aware that there are always obstacles, there are always things that come up, we can't, you know, really always know what our journey is going to look like or our path, but you have always been a planner. And I and and that comes to what you're doing today, even I think really, but you are, I think someone who educates yourself, looks into the details of everything puts together a plan. And I think that you've done that in your personal life with situations, you put together a plan, you knew what you wanted your end goal to be. You've always done that. Yeah, I, I really have. And, you know, it, it's like, you know, I, I'll be honest, this is perfect topic. I was speaking to a, a young girl yesterday who feels stuck, stuck in a situation. And there may be somebody listening right now that, right, you feel stuck, whether that's in a relationship whether, um, you know, that's maybe, you know, in, in a career wise, you just, you don't see any way out. And it was really helping her like put, put together, first of all, why, you know, why is it that you want to get out of this? Make sure. Right. But most importantly, it was helping her see that baby steps along the way. Now, because I'm not mentioning names or anything, I feel like I could say, I said to her, I said, listen, if being out on your own and your safety is what you need, then every week I said, I want you going and buying canned food. I want you buying. I said, I don't care if it's toilet paper, whatever that is. So in three or four months, when you're ready, I said, you are ready. You're going to be able to leave and you're going to have the necessities. You are never stuck. It is small steps. So if you, I said to her, if you need to plug into a group that you need to be listening to, I don't care if you go to the dollar store and spend $5 a week, no matter what that is, you, it is accomplishable. And all you have to do is slow down, slow your mind down. And right, because sometimes we can get so whipped up in the negative or what I, I'm never going to be able to do this on my own. I don't know how I'm going to write in the, all these things. And instead, it is small baby steps. I call it a scooch factor. I may be scooching along, but I'm telling you, by the time you scooch enough, so imagine yourself on a park bench and you're scooching, you eventually get to the end of that park bench. So I call it the scooch factor. Scooch yourself there along the way. It is so important. Okay, listen, I love the scooch factor. 
before. I've talked to you a million times. I've never heard the scooch factor, but listen, I can only imagine what that story is like that you're sharing, you know, situations. And even you and I have moved ourselves out of situations that maybe not, we're not in that space, you know, but we knew that we needed to move on and it is little steps. Um, and I think when you take those little steps in all, all aspects of life, whether personal work, um, business working out, even it's the little tiny steps that get you to the end goal. So I love the scooch factor. Scooch factor, everybody write it down, <laughs> scooching along because it really does add up. I always talk about it. Look back one year ago. Think about your life, how different it is today. And I think about, we have no idea what one year ahead is going to be like. That scooch factor makes huge progress. Well, and I also feel like you are very much someone who envisions, um, I wouldn't say dreams because I feel like sometimes dreams don't have any action behind them. Not that I'm not a big dreamer because I am, but you are very much someone who envisions what you want and you put it out into the world. And I think that's part of the scooching towards those things. You first envision it, say it out loud, share it. Um, and that's what ultimately helps you get to that place. Yes. Yes. I, oh my goodness. This is just crazy. You're even bringing this up. So probably 45 minutes before, you know, us recording this, I was speaking to somebody and I, I literally just said, like, if you had a magic wand today, what is it that you would do? Don't, I, I don't care what it is, your family, whatever. And she was sharing with me. And I said, oh my gosh, that is so accomplishable. I said, you need to keep that in front of you every day. So I'm big on vision board. Literally, I I have things. I'm looking over to my right. If you could see me, my vision board is right there. I know I created that vision board in September. It will be nine years. And there are things on that vision board I can't even imagine. When I put it on my vision board nine years ago, I had no idea how in the world I'd ever accomplish those things. But Everybody, take that magic wand right now. What is it that you want? What is you want to be remembered for? Accomplish big or small, but I need you to be able to see it and believe it every day and speak it as if it is. Like, oh, someday I would like this. Some no, whatever that is. Some right. I mean, for me, I will tell you in the top left hand corner, it said global good health. And I had no idea how in the world that I was going to be able to travel globally or really what that meant. But I remember getting up every day and saying, I will make a global impact. I will bring health and wellness into a global world. And because of saying that, just like that, I am doing seeing it. Well, I won't get into the story now. That's way too long. But here it is, right? But I have a global business in five countries. We're opening more. And we have an incredible wellness line. And look. But nine years ago, I didn't have a clue sitting Indian style in the middle of my floor in rural Ohio. And even um, when I'm around you, I feel more confident. I feel like I, I know what I want and I can envision it, but I, I speak it more. Um, what do you feel like has given you the ability to not have that fear factor? Because listen, I think fear is ultimately what holds us back from 
you know, being able to go after all those things that we maybe think about here and there or leaving the situation that we shouldn't be in. Mm-hmm. What do you think gave you the confidence to not have that fear factor and to go after the things or to envision and then make them a reality? It's a great question. You know what we're fearing? We're fearing being judged by others. Right. What others are going to say about us, what others are going to think, what if I quote unquote fail? And I always say you never fail, right? You're just falling forward. Hey, forward's good, right? <laughs> I learned something, I get back up. But it, it is fear and not being good enough. I'm not like that person. And, and I think, and I'm not, I have to share with you, I'm not sure exactly where this came from, but I just remember the day that I said, no, you just said something. You said a little bit ago, I wear stilettos every day. I was made fun of, and it's true, right? Grocery store, airport. If I was going in the middle of a cornfield, right? Yeah. People would be like, what the heck? Because we're fear of being judged. And one day I was like, no, I am going to be me. I'm going to stand in my power, who I am, and I am just going to be me. As a matter of fact, I want you to be you. I'm not judging you for flip-flops or jeans. Matter of fact, if that's what you're comfortable, please wear them. Please do that. And I finally just got to the point in my life that I said, I don't care. Nobody is here paying my bills. Nobody's taking care of my children. Nobody is, right? It's only me putting my head down on my pillow at night. This is my one life and my one shot. And if somebody says something, here's, here is something, I, a mantra that I say to so many women as I'm speaking, I'm like, listen, it is none of your business what other people think about you. None of your business. You stand in your truth. And if you always lead with heart, see people, right? I, I get it. They may look upon me, right? Whatever stories in their head and they, but whatever, here's what I say, truth will always prevail. Right. As long as I lead from heart, I really don't care. And I don't mean that in a bad way because I am the biggest people pleaser. I love people. I want them to find their power. Right. But until I could be my authentic self and do that, I couldn't help others. So listen, that's it. It is just you. That's all you can be. Don't worry about others. That's the fear. Judge and what people are going to say. I almost think you saying this too, like, I do feel like the fear of the unknown, the fear of doing new things. I had a fear of, of not growing or a fear of staying or a fear of, I don't want, you know, of being in small town. Like I had the fear of not being able to jump and that's what pushed me forward. Do you feel like you had that at all? I I will say, Kelly, I didn't know how I was going to quote unquote, I'm going to say, if everybody could see me, you know, doing quotation marks with my fingers, right? How I was going to get out. But I realized that I've always been a visionary and I could see it and it literally looked ridiculous, but believing it and showing up is what got me out. And I'm not saying it in a bad way. And for anybody who I want you to listen right now, if that's right. So every, that's why when I say be your authentic self, right. And if you are somewhere where you love, like you have a small town, like I know I can speak to Kelly as well. I mean, that's fantastic, but I didn't want that to hold me back. And again, that fear, but no, it completely pushed me forward. And it's, yeah, it's fascinating. 
It is. I mean, I definitely think you, I would say two people in my life, my, my aunt, I want to say, I always felt like she was fancy. Like she was always dressed to the hill. She always showed up however she wanted to show up. And I remember her saying to me once, you can, you can't be um, overdressed. You can only be underdressed Mm -hmm. and show up how you want. And I feel like you have always like, I know who you are when you walk into the room and you own it. And I think that's so powerful. Yeah. Yeah. It it, it, just, just what you said. I mean, you know, just you really, how about this for me? You know what that was? What Kelly, that was somebody saying to me one time, Tracy, if this is what you want, then you need to dress the part. And again, remember when I talked about vision board and I said, you have to say it and believe it as if it is. Yes. It was also me going, I didn't care to, I I can remember, you know, just a simple little stores, which I still love buying a $10 pantsuit. It didn't matter to me because I was going to put on that pantsuit and I was going to still pretend like, you know what? And I took on the mind of being a president of that company. I took very serious my small little position, but I would have never done anything that I would have wasted money. I would have never acted a certain way, even though I was far from believing even being, I didn't even have a manager title at that time. And not that it matters on titles, but I still showed up every day as if, and I had the mindset as if, and I spoke as if that's what I was doing. Right. That's the important part. Show up and be whatever that is. So I think that this is something, you know, I just heard in a different podcast. And I've always felt like mindset came first, mindset, then actions, then thoughts. And this podcast was mentioning that actions sometimes come first. So it's the actions and then your mindset changes and then your thoughts changed. And either one could be right. But I think you even dressing the part, showing up, showing up in that way is a combination of taking the actions and the mindset. And I think that even with working out, there are days that I don't want to be there. So it's not like I had the mindset that I was like, Oh, I'm going to be working out, killing it at the gym today. But I did the action of like putting on my shoes and walking into the gym. And sometimes the actions come first. So, you know, you are someone I definitely think that believes in mind, body, soul, and you um, really care about taking care of yourself in all ways from a nutrition standpoint. How do you feel like, what are the key tips of that? You said that you wanted to globally change the world in health and wellness. And I know that the company that you are working with right now and yeah. really taking to huge scaling right now yeah. is a part of that. And so what are some tips that you feel like are most important in that? I traveled 48 weeks a year. For years on end, right? Helping people, you know, with a personal skill set, leadership skill set, business skill set, you know, creating that sustainable, you know, business plan. But what people really wanted that was so important, Kelly, was a sustainable lifestyle plan. They were like, Tracy, I'm burned out. I'm frazzled. I feel like I'm falling apart. My relationships, I'm trapped in a body that I don't even feel like is mine, right? Because as women, we put ourselves last. And I remember thought, no, I was not put on this earth to help you, quote unquote, create, right, the sustainable business plan without a lifestyle. So, you know, for me, I always tell people, you know, when I speak and they know it more than anything, it's not about being a size two. 
No. What I am saying to you is this temple that you have, I look as food as fuel. I'm not kidding. Food, mood, connection. I, whatever's on the end of my fork, I get really excited because I, for me, it is vibration. It is fueling my body and my cells. It's what gives me the energy to work like I do and, and, you know, and to show up and have a clear mind. So you, you need to know that you are worthy to be able to fuel your body. My kids used to call me and say, mom, not what are we going to have for dinner? What are we fueling our body with tonight? And looking at that food as fuel and knowing that you are worthy to have good fuel in your body. That it is that body's what's going to move you and that mindset. So that was important. And number two, I said, yes, what's on the end of your fork is important. But what you feed your mind is more important. What I'm reading, what I'm listening to, I just, I, I don't, I, I don't get caught up in, I, I am truly, people again ask me about that. I am a non-drama girl. I don't care if it's social media or whatever it is. Right. I just don't get wrapped up in it. I am listening to things just like you, Kelly, that is feeding my mind. Because if my mind is strong, right? I always say, where the mind goes, the man will follow. So if, again, if my mind is strong and I'm thinking those positive thoughts and I'm, I'm thinking those things and I believe in those things, my body will follow. So fueling your body, right? Not just food, not diet. That's not what I'm saying. And then what are you feeding your mind? They couldn't be the two most powerful things. And then, hey, listen, as women, as I say, self-care is not selfish. Take a moment. I don't care if it's a bath. I don't care if you've read for 10 minutes at night. Whatever it is that you love, take a moment. You have to do this. Because I know success for every single one of everybody listening it's not being tired and burned out and frazzled. You have to take those moments. I don't even know what I want to mention first. I mean, first of all, <sighs> I think women tend to take on a lot, but I think women were homeschooling and, you know, husbands were home. So they were doing more even for their partners and husbands and trying to create all things. But then a lot of women were working from home and trying to balance it all in a new and different way. And I think that taking time um, for yourself does, I think a lot of women feel selfish to do that, but it is true. You can only show up when you're taking care of yourself. And so I love that. I, is it, it's not selfish. It's self-care. Is that what you said? Self-care is not selfish. Self-care is not selfish. I love that. You hit on something. A lot of people do, they felt like they lost themselves. If you happen to be somebody who's just, you know, maybe feeling like that, I want you to use this as a springboard to come back then. And who is that self? Take that magic wand. What does that look like? From the moment that you get up in the morning, right? What does your morning routine look like? What are you feeding your body? How are you showing up for others? And what is what are those moments that you're doing? I want you to use this as a springboard right now. This is your time to do that. Take the time. Remember the scooch factor. Not all at once. Scooch your way there. Okay, so I'm such a visual person. Mm -hmm. So I obviously love the magic wand. I love the scooch factor. I definitely think that I'm someone that battles mm -hmm. the food situation where I tend to, I think I ultimately do choose um, good foods. Like I definitely am not like a chip bread 
carb girl, but I'm definitely not just protein and veggies. Like I like a Twizzler or a gummy. And so I do think that there are times that I look at my entire day and I'm like, okay, where, where were the things that I could have done better? But I am so visual and thinking about it as fuel. I mean, even when you go to the gas station, you have options on what you're going to put in your car. I, I never thought of it that before, but I feel like visually seeing it in that way for myself, I think would help even when I'm going to get into the jar of gummy bears. You know what I mean? Like is, what is this doing for me? Yep. And is it beneficial in any way? Miss Kelly and anybody, whatever that is for you. Hey, you have those gummy bears sometimes. Yes. Right. Food is pleasure. But I was, I want to give this one little tip because something you said, because I'm a co-founder of, of a business that's, you know, wellness and all these things. Um, but most important to me is that women have practical, ethical things that they can put in place. All right. So look at your day. Where can you upgrade? But probably the biggest thing is people have asked me this is how do you have that much energy, Tracy? Like, how do you really? And it is because of what I've fueled my body, but I'm always prepared. Meaning, I don't care if I'm going to the grocery store, which sounds a little crazy. Everybody may giggle at this one. I don't care if I'm traveling, what I do. I have snacks in my purse. I don't want to be stuck somewhere where I'm grabbing something and fueling my body with something that's going to make me tired, that's going to shut off my metabolism, right? That I'm not going to feel as well. Like I always, I know that I am worthy to put good fuel in my body and I am worthy to go ahead and be prepared and to put those things in my person. Again, talk about judgment, Kelly. How about this? Let me just share this. I can remember being many times in corporate offices and there would be somebody's birthday. I knew there'd be a birthday cake. And after that birthday cake, if I had it, I felt tired. I felt sluggish. I was bloated, right? Which then put me into a sugar, like, you know, it got me on this where then I wanted more sugar. And the next day I might fall off where I would bring my own things, my own treats. And people would poke fun at me, right? Oh yeah, you had to bring something like, really, Tracy? Those are the same people who would come to me and say, Tracy, what does you do? Can you please help me? And that's, again, another situation where I was like, no, I'm going to stand in my power and I'm going to stand and know that I am worthy and this is what I'm going to fuel my body with. And I've taught, I teach people like when people say things, do you say, hey, I want to be able to sleep well tonight. I want to be able to have energy tomorrow. I do not feel like being bloated. This is important to me. Thank you so much for sharing but this is important to me. And here's what I'm going to fuel my body with. So I was smiling really big when you started talking about this. I I was just getting to know you and we were traveling. We went to Florida on a trip and I don't remember we were flying to another city or we had a layover or something and we barely made our flight and I was starving (laughs) and you opened your bag and you had bars, you had almonds, you had all of uh, multiple things, but they were super good for you. And I feel like I traveled with you um, on several trips, but I learned that you were always prepared. And I don't know if when I travel with you, I ever got there or if I just, if I just pulled things out of your bag. But when you started mentioning that being prepared is probably one of the biggest things that you do. And I know that even, I mean, listen, that's one of the things that I think is tricky for 
um, really busy, successful women out there is we're always on the go. And if you're not prepared to have something to grab out the door, then you are reaching for something that is convenient and maybe not the thing that's going to fuel you the best. Absolutely. If there's anything that I would encourage everyone to do, be prepared. I mean, I, I don't, I thank goodness for Amazon, right? COVID made us realize this is the first time in my life I had groceries delivered, right? I mean, I never thought in a million years, like, but you know, I giggle and things, but, but I won't, I will not, not be prepared. And again, you know what that is? That's self-care for me. I may really not slow down a lot, Kelly, and do like big things that maybe people really would think about like a bubble bath or stay. I mean, there's just things for me. Self-care is that I took the time to feel my body. I mean, it truly makes me happy. And to me, it's self-care. You know, watching you do this, it's just who you are and your core to, I, I want to say educate, but I don't know that you would think of it as educating, but I feel like every time I'm on the phone with you as friends or we go out to lunch, I leave and I feel better and more informed and like I've grown, even if it's 30 minutes. And so, you know, I think that's who you are to the core, but what are you, what are your favorite parts of doing that? And I mean, ultimately I feel like it is what you were meant to do. It's your gift. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. Well, Kelly, before I share that, let me just tell you, I'm always inspired by you. May I just pause here for a moment and say, I know everybody listening right now, they are inspired by you as well, but I want to say publicly in front of everybody, thank you for always taking the time inspiring me first. I want to say that. Um, oh boy. There are so many things that, you know, I, I do love. And I think the number one thing, and I would always encourage others, um, having people understand what their superpower is. See, each one of us have a superpower and we don't even realize. And so loving to take the time, whether it's, you know, your communication style, who you are, right? I mean, I could go off on love language and all these things as I help people, right? Because I know, because everybody says, oh, Trace, I can't be like you. And I'm like, no, I don't want you to be like me. I want you to be you and you at your best self and helping them realize what their superpower is and then owning it. They're like, oh my gosh, you mean there's really nothing wrong with me? I'm like, no. And you know, people have said, oh, Tracy, I was in relationships before and people made fun of me because I was like that. Or I did this and I thought there really was something wrong with me. And I said, no. There's nothing wrong with you. You just happen to be with somebody that, right? The two of you didn't mesh. You don't need to change. First of all, you need to understand who you are and stand proud of that. And then understand others and connect yourself. So I love having people understand what their superpowers are. And, and it just, again, that's what helps you stand in your truth. And that's what helps you go, I don't care what other people think. This is who I am. And I am going to attract who I need to in my life and everybody. It's okay. And not in a mean way, because you know, Kelly, I'm nothing but mean. That's not even my personality. Right. But I really, and was, but the biggest thing I, I think I, I would encourage everybody to do right now as well. And this is something I've been big about and, and in my role and developing product and things, um, you know, affirmations. So I've created a whole product line that is all about I am affirmations. Why? I tell people all the time, listen to the words you're saying. You know, oh, I'm not good enough. Oh, I'm stupid. Oh my gosh, how could, right? And I'm like, 
you're, you listen to everything that you say. We've all heard the phrase, oh my gosh, I wish I could just eat my words, right? Oh, I shouldn't have done that. Well, guess what? Right now, me speaking, it is going in my ears and is going down into my body and spirit. I am eating my words. So no matter what am I eating, what am I feeding myself? And just, and when you hear yourself being negative or saying anything, here's what I tell people, delete it. I click my fingers three times, delete, delete, delete. I'm going to change that. No. And having people just truly knowing who they are and then speaking it over their life. Like I will share with you, Kelly, n- not very many people know this right now, but probably for four years in my closet where I got dressed every day, I had a sign that said, I am good enough. I am smart enough. And I deserve success. I said that every day I got dressed. I had no idea where that was going to take me. I really wasn't sure. I've loved helping visionaries. Like I love helping them execute plans. People have asked me all my life, why don't you launch your own company? And I kept saying no, but I probably should have been listening. And here I am. I have, but I truly believe if I wouldn't have got up every day and said, I'm good enough, I'm smart enough and I deserve success, I'm not sure if I'd be doing what I'm doing today. It's powerful. Well, it goes back to you saying it's what you feed your mind is really important. And when you said that, I was thinking of the books you read, the shows, the podcasts, the music you listen to. And I hadn't even thought about the fact that we are constantly, that inner voice is constantly feeding our mind and what your what your inner voice is saying to you really does matter and i hadn't even thought of that when you said what your what you feed your mind matters it does you know I, an incredible man and partner in my life and believe me if he says anything that isn't lined up with life i say hey hey no 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 delete 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 and now he laughs and now it's a joke between us like at first he was like what like you know like what the heck and I'm telling you, so I want everybody today, you start deleting those things, you listen to yourself, you delete, and you rephrase it. It is going to make, I, I want to, I wish I could hear from everybody one year from now, how that impacted your life. You want everyone to know what their superpower is and stand in their superpower. And I think that you and I are lucky enough to understand what our gifts and our superpower are, you know, what, what we have to offer. Um, and, and it's part of the reason that I just made a shift in work because I felt like I wasn't standing in my truth. I wasn't using my, what my gifts are, but what about, you know, and you know, I'm sure there are women out there that don't even really know what their superpower what, what they have to offer. What would you say to someone who's listening and they're unsure of what their gifts are? When you're the happiest, when you are living in your superpower and you are the happiest, like you said, you'll know when you are because you're flowing. It fuels you, right? Now life comes at us. There's always, there's nothing such thing as perfection. But as you said, Kelly, boy, when you had a shift and you knew it was like, oh, I'm not standing in my superpower anymore, right? I need to get back to it. But then I'll say to women, like, hey, what is it, that magic wand again? I literally, again, today spoke to a woman. She said, Tracy, my mom, oh my gosh, she, you know, state senate, like all these things. Like she had this big name. She was the only child, daughter. I felt like that I needed to walk in her steps. But she said, what made me, I just wanted to be a mom. And I said, do you know that that's your superpower? is that you 
wanted to be home. You wanted to take care of others. You are a giver and a nurturer. And now that your daughter is raised, you've taken that superpower that was put inside of you. And now you're helping and leading others in a very, right? Because she's like, Trace, I'm just quiet. I'm just, I'm like, no, but you have a nurturing gift. Every time in an Uber, and this past year, I wasn't in an Uber very much, but before I was pretty much in Uber every week for years. Yes. And I, I loved asking Uber drivers what they wanted to do. And I gave them a magic wand every time. I know this is silly. And I helped more of them say, okay, well, can, can, can you volunteer for something, right? They would share something with me. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you can still do that. Let's think about something, a, a course you can take online. I'd help them figure it out. Um, was there something in their community they could plug into? Was there somebody that they can connect with? I said, don't care how old you are. If there's something in you, figure out a way. Everything's figure outable, right? That is your superpower. Whether it's you being calm, whether it's you helping others believe, maybe you're an organizer, it doesn't matter. Figure that out and stand in it. I love that. And I have to say, I'm also an Uber driver, talkative person that wants to know. I have a story that I tell. In, you know, those stories that you tell in trainings that like just stick and like you, it's one of your favorite. I always tell a story drive about an Uber driver in Chicago who wants to be an architect and that's why he was driving. It's one of my training stories, but no, listen, I love that you kind of zone in and helping people. And I think it's true. I think that people, especially women who take time to raise children, even if that's their gift, um, then their children get older and they kind of get in the space where they're unsure of what the next step is or what they, what their purpose is. They lose purpose. Mm -hmm. They do. When they can then, right, or, or they've always been somebody's wife or mom, it just depends. But like, like with her today, I said, oh my gosh, how can you still use, she said, I was so happy. I was never so happy, Tracy, as when I was taking care of her and being, I said, tell me what parts of that being a mom that you love. And she said, right, well, being a help, being there for her, helping her, right, accomplish these first things. And I'm just laughing about so much. And I'm like, okay. How can you now as an adult, right? And I even asked her, I'm like, do you want to go volunteer in a school or with young children? I said, Let, let's, let's zone in on that. Or is it now adults? Like, let's still use what makes you the happiest and let's move forward with it. That is your superpower. So I love that. And I feel like that's, I mean, so many great nuggets and I'm trying to think back. The scooch factor for sure. Fuel, so important. Um, self, I'm not going to say it right again, but self, self-care is not selfish. Um, and, you know, really understanding what your superpower is and your gifts to give to the world, all such such like important vital things that I have loved. I mean, over the years, I've gotten to know what your vision is, what your plan and watching you make it happen in such a real successful way and watch you scale and grow is just, I'm in awe of you every single day. Um, we talked about the beginning, how I, I just have no idea how you have the energy and the ability to do all the things that you do. I'm always so, so impressed with you. 
you know, any last messages that you would like to give the Greener Grass listeners uh, as we finish up? Know that you're worthy, whatever that is. If there's something you're dissatisfied with in your life today, I want you to envision what it is that you do want. See yourself in it as if. Start your scooch factor. And please, I want you to start carefully choosing your words and deleting them. And hey, if you want to pack some baggies for fuel for your body, well, then let us add a bonus on top of that as well. But honestly, slowing down for you. That's the most important part. Well, you're always such a joy and such a gift. And I feel like you spend your day giving yourself to all people. And so I'm so thankful. Um, and just, you have no idea how thankful I am to have you in my life and a part of my journey and as an amazing mentor and that you joined us all today. It means so much to me. Thank you again, right? Putting this podcast together, putting yourself out there and you being such a gift to so many and us being honored to be with you. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you so much to Tracy for being with us today. You can find her at theladyv.com and evera.com. I'll put those in the show notes so you can just click. Thanks so much to Asa Watkins for post-production. And go ahead to the show notes and click that link for your chance to get one of Tracy's books for free. And if you would honor us with a five-star rating and review, wherever you get your podcast, it really helps other people find us. And I hope you have a great week. Thanks so much for listening. This has been a Greener Grass Podcast.